Welcome to Off the Deck. This is game number 40. On the tee, Ben Swanton. On the tee, Ryan Keeney. Good evening and welcome. Well, good evening. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of Off the Deck Golf Podcast. Um, it's the second Masters that we're covering, but the first one in April, Ben. This is, is kind of fun. Isn't that? Isn't that? Who would have thought back in April? Feel, feels a bit odd if it was yeah. so, so soon after the last one, but uh, we'll take yeah. it. We'll take it. 100 and... 145, 146 days, I think, since the, the last one, and we'll, we'll get going again. Um, got to kind of recap a little bit of, of golf that happened last week, but the Masters is is the only golfing show in time this week. There is nothing on the European Tour. There's no opposite field event on the PGA Tour. There's nothing on the LPGA or the Ladies European. Um, elite, and even Corn Ferry's got a week off, so elite golf is, is focused entirely on Augusta. Um, the first major of the year uh, did happen, uh, the A&A inspiration, and Patty Tavatanakit um, well robbed to victory. Oh, Thank you. I'm so glad you're hosting. I, <laughs> I have been... So I was, uh, interestingly, I was watching some highlights and, and just making sure I got the pronunciation of that right. And if you watch her round highlights from days one and two, the commentators work really hard to not say her name. Yeah. And by the third day, they kind of figured out because they realised she wasn't going anywhere and was going to was going to be hanging around over the weekend. But yeah, kind of interesting. Um, went wire to wire, uh, had the lead or joint lead in all four rounds. Her first win on the LPGA, her, officially her second year um, there, but she's still a rookie given the retained status and everything from last year. Absolutely bombed it. Uh, averaged over 300 yards off the tee. Basically hit every green in regulation and, and yeah, thoroughly deserved a victory. Um, and her first, first major title, first LPGA title. Yeah, she's. Um, she was. How much of it did you see? Yeah, I um, saw a fair bit Thursday, Friday, and I saw some of the highlights uh, of Sunday. Um, I sort of started tuning in on Sunday when uh, when Lydia Ko was going you know, back guano insane on the uh, over the first ten holes. I think she was eight over through ten, uh, eight under, sorry, through ten holes on her first ten holes. So um, that that was quite fun to see. So I, di- I didn't see as much as I would like, but that's kind of just more to other other commitments here, really, um, to basically eating as many uh, Easter eggs as humanly possible. Um, but uh, I mean, she was she was mighty impressive, and you know, you, you and I chatted before that you know, she's somebody who's been on your radar, and certainly somebody that's had a, a good start to her LPGA career. It's only her second season on the LPGA tour. Um, but I just I could not get over how far she hit the golf ball. Um, just just mind boggling how how much power um, she had. It was uh, extremely impressive, and she never never looked in any sort of. Um, I was never concerned for her that she wasn't going to get the job done. It was mm. she just looked in complete control. Yeah, bogey free final round will um, will do that, even if Lydia Ko is charging through the field. Um, shooting a 62 but yeah she um, 
Tabatanaka, um, to prove that I can pronounce it more than once, um, has been was a bit of a, a standout amateur world. I think number two in the world was her kind of peak. Played collegiate golf in America, so it's not you know she's not um, necessarily a player that's grown up in Asia and, and coming across to get to know American courses. Um, she's kind of well bedded in and everything. What's really fun or what or interesting is that she's twenty one. Um, and this is her first victory. Lydia Coe has feels like she's been around for a decade almost, yeah. um, but is is only twenty three, yeah, um, yeah. and and almost you know feels like it was a veteran chasing down a a youngster, um, and there's only a couple of years between them. Well, she won her first she won her first major at fifty or first LBGA title at fifteen mm, was one number one so, yeah. at seventeen. Um, yeah, I mean just just an amazingly sort of impressive beginning to her career and then she's sort of she's sort of one of those people that's had like four or five careers in in eight years i suppose a little bit like jordan i, I know we'll chat on them yeah. later but just in terms yeah. of you know you reach the highs and then you, you know, find the lows and, and and find your way back um but it was good to see her but she, she seems to be a bit of a darling at the minute um lydia cohen coming second she seems to be making a bit of a habit of not quite getting the getting over the line but but those two were just miles ahead of everybody else weren't they at the end mm. of the day um yeah. You know, no one was really in the same league, um, no, and it took us no, no. it took us sixty two uh, from from Lydia Co just to sort of get within sort of semi touching distance, and even then, yeah. Patty had it covered. Yeah, I mean, Friday afternoon, I was dreaming of an Irish major <coughs> winner. Um, Lewin Maguire was leading was, and yeah. looking relatively steady, um, but just not not the weekend that she would have wanted. Um, and yeah, and Nana Courts Madsen um, is the leading European. Uh, tied third, but but seven shots back um, of the tie winner. We well, was a couple of the standards. It was interesting. At one point, you had Charlie Hull up there, Mel Reed was up there, Georgia Hall too. Um, it was a really quite a good international leaderboard. I think Anna Nordqvist was there as well. One of the Swedes, I think it was Anna. Anna, Anna was there for a bit, and yeah. then Penilla Lindberg finished. Well That's right. To kind of yeah. jump into yeah. the top ten. That's right. Top fifteen. And then you also had Gabriella Ruffles, um, who who had a good week. Uh, a strong week in general, mm-hmm. but it, it it was quite a cool sort of a young leaderboard, um, and then uh, you know some of the some of the real talent really showed through over four rounds. Imbi Park obviously had another good week, and Jin Young Ko came through. Shang Shang Fang, who basically hadn't hit, picked up a golf club in almost eighteen months, so her first tournament back, uh, she started off extremely well. I think she was co-leading when she threw the first round, so all, all mm-hmm. one shot back from uh, from Patty. Um, yeah. But yeah, very cool leaderboard. Um, just, just some, some really strong golf. Just another good sign that the women's golf is in a really, really good shape um, at the minute. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where you look at look down the leaderboard. Nelly Cord is in top five. Um, Megan Kang, Daniel Kang. There's, there's so many players. You think, oh, the women's game is in pretty rude health. We could watch these players battle it out over majors for the next ten years. Yeah. But we could also be talking about the na inspiration in two years and there'll be another couple of 19 20 21 year olds that have broken through and and are doing things that the tavatanica is doing in driving the ball further than everybody else is having shorter clubs in and being slightly more athletic and, and slightly more powerful off the tee um will help them change that game and, and make it a bit trickier for others to to keep up yeah um this week brings us the second major in the, the of the year and the first men's major. Um, the eighty fifth Masters at Augusta National Golf Club um, will be taking place. Uh, I mean, there are uh, 
there are about 25 to 30 different things. I mean, I, I could quite happily talk about all 88 players in the field, uh, but I'm going to start with the ceremonial tee shot on, on Thursday morning. Um, in the wake of the Black Lives Matter protests that, that actually happened 500, 400 yards from Augusta National last year, yeah. um, they have extended invitation to Lee Elder to join Jack Nicholas and, and Guy Player on the, the first tee. And I know you and I have both watched... Um, some some videos that the Masters YouTube account have been putting out around the one in November and some some of their reaction to the protests and and just the world and and Cameron Champ was was quite articulate on it as well. Um, so it's yeah it's 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 encouraging from Augusta that they are aren't trying to hide their past and are trying to kind of move forward and and acknowledge that they can do better for the future with just with not just having Lealda there but also some of the funding they're putting into Payne College nearby and supporting the the men's and women's golf programs at at that college well then actually establish the women's golf program because there isn't one right now Mm, Um, of course yeah yeah, I mean it was a very good it was a good sort of half an hour uh, bit of content to see and and obviously you have to take it through the prism it's coming directly from them so it's obviously going to paint them in a good light but I thought it was a it was interesting to see behind the scenes, wasn't it? I mean, some of that footage we've never yeah. seen before. Um, you know, the lockers, uh, the staff, you know, the preparations they put towards everything, just how meticulous it all is. Um, just obviously a, a special place that the players like to go and play at. And I think kind of everybody aspires to go and see at least once in their lifetime, any golf fans. So it was it was good to get a back, you know, behind the scenes view of it. And I, I, I would like you, yeah, I mean, I, sort of quite touched on the sort of Black Lives Matter stuff and I thought Cam Champ spoke very eloquently about it all mm. um, and you know, his relationship with his grandfather who got him into golf and uh, it was a shame obviously his grandfather didn't didn't, didn't quite get to see him to tee off at, uh, at Augusta uh, before passing away so um, but yeah it was, a, it was a good bit of content to see just from every bit of angle and it seems like under the stewardship uh, um, as it is right now uh, Ridley, isn't it? Ridley, who's um, uh, yeah, Frank. That's yeah. right. Um, it just seems to be heading in the right direction. Much more forward thinking, much more diverse. Um, still, a long way to go, but it's you know all pointing in the right direction. And, and we shouldn't forget, obviously, as well. I mean, I know we started the podcast talking about the women's game, but the end of um, the uh, Augusta National Women's Amateur obviously held last weekend too. Um, so we did have sort of first snippet over the weekend of of what the golf course might. Um, uh, show us uh, later this week and, and that was a, again another good event top 30 women's amateurs um, getting to play the, the golf course although um, I think everybody struggled <laughs> everybody struggled it was kind of a, a a race not to lose as opposed to a race to win uh, last weekend yeah there was there was a, a bit of a bunch of leaderboard towards the end um, and Kajitani won in a, a playoff um, against a player who's uh, certainly among now regretting not practicing before we started, but Miglia, Emilia, Miliaccio. Oh, okay, yeah. I would say I would say it's a silent G, using my language skills. But Uh, we're expecting the course, as we saw with uh, the ANWA, to set up a bit firmer and a bit faster this week. You know, particularly compared to November, um, when it was quite soggy. The, The I get the feeling Augusta aren't pleased that DJ broke the scoring record in the way that he did. They're going to bite back. Yeah, well, I think the last two, haven't they? So when when um, when Tiger won, it was wet too uh, and a bit soggy as well. And I think it 
uh, I saw some stats that um, the two lowest um, scoring averages in history would be the last two, uh, 71.87 in 2019 and 71.75 in, in November. Um, and 11 players shot 10 under or better in 2019, 10 players shot 10 10 under or better in 2020. So I, I think we'll see a slight regression. I don't think anybody's going to get to 20 under um, this week by the sound of things. But, I mean, it's all down to the weather, right? Um, it's certainly they've had much much drier weather uh, running up to this Masters. I know there'll be a little rain and some thunderstorms potentially Friday and Saturday. Um, but uh, that shouldn't that shouldn't negate from the fact they've had some very strong weather, um, you know, dry weather up and up until the point. So I think uh, golfing your ball, uh, as they like to say, uh, will be important this weekend. Which to yeah. everybody else who doesn't know what golfing your ball means, uh, basically put it in the right place and hit good iron shots. Um, so I think it, it's again going to sort of accentuate whoever's got the best control of their golf ball, particularly with uh, uh, you know approach to greens is going to be uh, is going to be important this week. Yeah, it's. I think it's long established, particularly over the last ten, fifteen years, that uh, yeah, approach shots are are key here. You can have a not a ropey week, but you can you can drive the ball poorly um, and be okay if your your second shots are pretty good. I think Patrick Reed is the only recent winner not to have a really good approach week. He got up and down so so well in short game. He was ridiculous. Yeah. He was ridiculous yeah. that week with his short game. Yeah, so if you can, yeah, it, it's all about the the irons and and being dialed in, um, which I I think is kind of where we're headed. I mean, we it would be I think remiss not to talk about the defending champion um, and DJ. He's didn't he didn't have the best week of the match play and threatened to play in the Texas Open and uh, over the weekend and then pulled out on on the Monday morning, but. He's, I mean, even if you kind of ignore that little blip, you've got the win in Saudi. You've got looking pretty formidable um, through the back end of last year, and and just kind of cruising along. He's he's kind of got his game where he wants it, really, doesn't he? To do go back to back at the Masters. Yeah, yeah I mean, I look, he's um, Dale Matchway wasn't great. Plays he was tied for forty eighth. The work day the WGC at concession was tied fifty four. So. He's not had a good run over the last three tournaments. Uh, but prior to that, you can't... I mean, his previous sort of seven or eight events were ridiculous. I think three three wins, two seconds, tied third, a sixth and a tied 11th. So, you know, yeah, he's okay. I, I mean, I think um, it, it will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how he turns up this week. I think his game translates. It's a bit like Rory. I mean, uh, you know, I know... Um, we're part, part of a bigger society and we all chat about the demise of Rory but you know the demise of Rory still means he finishes in the top 10 pretty much um, and yeah. I kind of I kind of see that for DJ I sort of see his his floor really this week as I'd be, I'd be amazed if he's not in the top 20 like, even if he's playing mm. poorly um, yeah. and if he's playing well I expect him to be contending so um, uh, I think you know a good a good week of practice a good 10 days of practice in Carolina and nearby just up the road um, I think he'll be fine. Uh, he'll be fine going to this yeah. week. So he's not not the prohibitive favourite. I think it probably helps him all the press that a certain American uh, resurrected hero is getting right now. You mm-hmm. know, I think DJ kind of quite likes that sort of coming under the radar. 
Yeah, it suits it suits DJ's personality, I think, to be ignored a little bit and not have to be in front of the camera. So, um, with the with the win for Speed at the Texas Open for Speed at the Texas Open, and even Kepka, I think, announcing his return on on Sunday during that kind of broadcast has got a few eyes flitting around. And Rory McIlroy's got a new coach on the range with him. That there's just there's so much going on everywhere else that everybody's kind of like, oh yeah yeah DJ's here, yeah. oh he's he's the defending oh yeah yeah. Like he, yeah, he he won the Saudi international, and like putting okay, badly, not quite putting not yeah, putting badly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think is is kind of a good way that he didn't he didn't take any chances he wasn't supposed to, um, and missed a few, and and since then he's not not put it particularly well. So he's kind of got that to if he can fire that up a little bit, but every every other part of his game is fine, and he doesn't. He doesn't look like you know, he's never struck me as the type of guy to get too frustrated with things if it's not quite going right. So yeah, a top twenty for DJ looks pretty, pretty easy. It depends what what he does with the rest of his game um, and and how he kind of jumps from there. I mean, Spieth is the kind of other former champion that immediately pops out as a, a contender and the the whirlwind of golf that he's been playing over the last four, five, six weeks. Um, Makes them quite interesting, I guess, and and somebody that we, you know, everybody is talking about. Even if he is spraying it left, right, and centre off the tee, um, he's getting it onto the green, putting remarkably well, um, and and got it done at the the Texas Open to win for the first time in four years, I think, since yep. the Open in twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Do we? He's not. He he's not winning back to back weeks. Uh no, I don't think so. I think he cut him out. No, he 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 um. I think there's a couple of things to say. So I think it's it's a credit to him how well he has played since uh, he missed the cut of the farmer's insurance. Mm. You know, he's got um, three top five finishes, another top ten, uh, and a win in seven events. Uh, so he's just played extremely well for a, a period of time. Um, the driver still is a problem, but he had it under control. Uh, his iron play is extremely good, and his short game is back. So um, he's he's in good place. I think he needed that win um, just to kind of confirm to himself. And I think he'll be extremely dangerous this week. Do I expect him to go back to back? I don't. I still think he's a notch below the best of the world. Um, that doesn't mean to say he can't win, um, but I think I, you know people need to put it into perspective. I, I've I've been a not a Jordan denier necessarily, but just. Mm-hmm. Um, Frustrated with the amount of airtime that he was getting when he was playing terrible golf, um, and just wanted him to be kind of left alone. I don't necessarily warm to him anyway, um, but I don't I don't wish him any ill ill will either. Um, yeah, he did well to win the event last week, but let's not let's also not make any bones, as I said in the group on the group chat, um, that anybody who's anybody who's serious about winning the Masters wasn't playing last weekend. Um, you know, no one else, no one else in the top ten was anywhere near that event. So, um, you know, look, he's done well to win an event, but it's kind of a B slash C list event on the PGA Tour. Um, I, I, it's very difficult to go back to back. I think the last person to go back to back in terms of uh, winning this and then winning on the Masters was Phil Mickelson back in two thousand and six when he was in, he was in his pomp. Uh, Sandy Lyle did it before him in eighty eight when he was in his pomp. Um, Jordan's not there. Um, he's not I don't think any of the top guys are um, 
seriously concerned about him or feel like that if they're not on their A game, uh, that they can't they can't beat him. So I just think that he, he will have a good week this week. I'm expecting him to have a good week this week. Um, but with that being said, I'd be amazed if he won. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. There's there's seven or eight guys. I think if they play if they play to their best, they can win. Like yeah. that it's unlikely we'll get two guys. Um, you know, showing up and and playing superbly, um, and well, that would be actually quite nice. A, a duel in the sun type situation on Sunday would be amazing. But yeah, Spieth feels like one of those ones that even if he plays his best, somebody can still go past him. Yeah, um, without having to force it. So yeah, kind of kind of fun. I'm just looking down through the the groups and the and the tea times and just seeing who Spieth's got for the first couple of days because I think it's Cameron Smith. And somebody else, and I've forgotten. It's definitely Yeah, no, I did the same. It's definitely. Cameron oh, it's Mar- Smith. Yeah, Morikawa and Smith. Morikawa. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, and Spieth and Morikawa played together at the players, didn't they? Because it was when Spieth drove into Rory Sabatini. It was Morikawa yeah. um, <laughs> making a couple of jokes, so that that might relax him. That's quite fun. Fun chilled yeah. out group. I think that's a good and group. That's a good group for him. Yeah, that should be fun. And Smith was the the first guy to shoot four rounds in the sixties um, in November. Didn't win. Um, yeah. Obviously, was behind DJ, so he should have a lot of confidence going into this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, he's been playing well um, this season too, hasn't he? He's been relatively consistent now for a wee while. I don't think he's quite reached the heights of uh, of what he obviously did back in. Um, uh, back at, at the Masters, but yeah, you know, sort of trending in the right direction. He had a fourth place at the Genesis, didn't he? If you um, did, I think he did all right at the WGC at concession mm-hmm. too. If I, I remember seeing him on the leaderboard somewhere around there, anyway. So yeah, he, he's he's a steady Eddie, but he's he's just a he's a good. He can shape the ball both ways. Good good with his iron play. Like he's an Aussie, he'll like it fast and firm. I mean, again, if it's playing mm-hmm. fast and firm, just. But Jason Day and Mark Leishman and Matt Jones and all the rest of you know, all those Aussies who like it fast and firm. Expect them to uh, to all turn up this week. It'd, it'd be interesting. I, I kind of do hope we get that. Um, I don't think it plays. It will play that well for one of you know for one of the men of our hearts, Mr. McElroy. I think he'll probably prefer it a little bit soggier, but um, it makes for a more interesting go- or more interesting golf. Uh, golf course, mm. I think it just and it just differentiates it a little bit more from the PGA Tour. We're on McElroy. Where do you? Uh, let, uh, yeah, I think my question is how do you how do we place him? He was tied fifth here in November, but yeah. that was with a a bit of a Sunday charge. Um, since then, he's had five uh, finishes in the top twenty, a third in in Abu Dhabi when he was leading the final day and. Just not sure quite threw it away, but didn't he shot a level par final round and, and Hatton went past him. He's been top top ten at the Arnold Palmer, top ten at the WGC workday, um, but then missed the cuts at the Genesis and the players. So well and uh, at the match play as well, um obviously lost pretty heavily to Paul on the first day to effectively end his chances. Yeah. So what do we where do we, well, yeah? Where do we see Rory? Um, do you think, like, was it within his gift to show up and win this? Do you think he's a long way from that, and it should be about focusing on the season, 
or is he in a lovely spot that actually nobody's really worrying about the Grand Slam and it will probably be Saturday lunchtime before it, it really starts getting mentioned again, even if he's in contention. Yeah, I um I mean the comments from Pete Cowan um over the weekend probably sum it up best. Which is and I think we all we you know, you and I've talked about this a lot on here, but um basically the the simple thing is what does he say? Um, he needs to practice to improve and stop looking back at what we used to be like. As I always said, there's no future in the past, so you've got to look forward. I think that's probably fair about where he is right now, is that I think there's probably so much narrative and so much stock in him as an individual. Everybody likes him. He's so likeable and you know, expected him to have done more given how, fa- how fast he got to four wins. Um, the fact he's not now won for over seven years uh, or seven, coming up seven years. Um, is a disappointment and that weighs um, it's a bit like somebody who's not won before um, and he's just carrying that burden right now he's not mm. he's not a million miles off he just looks sloppy um, and and I don't know whether that's the technique thing where he said he was trying to chase too much speed um, or whether that's just mental errors um, but I mean he's got I think he's got quite a nice group he's, he's paired with Ram and, and, and Xander I quite like that for him um, I think the Bryson thing uh, at the last Masters, really got in his grill, and he had he had a difficult difficult start to uh, to the Masters back in November. So, I think I'm not expecting him to win. I've put him, you know, one of the things I think one of the things topics I put down earlier to you is who's going to be the biggest letdown this week. I've put Rory. Um, I don't, and I, I think I've kind of done that to jinx it to kind mm. of to hopefully the inverse will happen. I think he could win. There's no reason why he can't win, right? He's, we all know how talented he is. Whether he will yeah. or not, I don't know. I just... It's yeah. difficult. I, I don't know if he can let me down, because I'm, I'm expecting Rui to shoot 76 on Thursday. Like, yeah. I think that's just <laughs> what he... And, and I don't want him to do. And, and I mean, if, if Rui McIlroy goes out and shoots a level par 72 on, on Thursday... He's winning. That running away. That's really, yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna freewheel it. He'll be four ahead by by Saturday night and and romp home. But it's just yeah, I think I'm I'm conditioned now for Rory to put himself under too much pressure in the on the front nine, be three over and and battling. Um, but yeah, I, I like I think I agree with you. I like the the pairings for that he's got with with Ram, who is a, a new dad and. Um, Hasn't yet, I think, touched on Augusta is due to arrive late Tuesday night and see the course for the first time Wednesday and, and then roll right into it. So, yeah, uh, if there's no expectation on McElroy because he's brought in P. Cowan and, and is you know focusing on that and has been so up and down, there is, yeah, there's not much can be really expected of John Ram. He'll have had a, a few sleepless nights or not the most amount of rest and he'll, he'll just be going on, on fumes and having fun, won't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or he could do a Danny Willett yeah. and, and win it on Sunday. Yeah. Well, I mean, just just before we sort of um, leave Rory, I think that the big thing about this place is, is strokes gain, tee to green, and in particular approach to green. Uh, Rory, on strokes gain, tee to green, he's 18th uh, on the tour this year. However, on strokes gain, approach to green, which is when the irons are involved, he's 81st behind Patton Kizaya, Peter Malnati. And Ted Potter Jr. So that, <laughs> that needs to improve. If he's going to win this week, that's got to improve this week. Um, putting it around the green, not that bad, but it's it's really that. I, I'm Ram. I, I expect Ram to 
to deliver this week. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, he was my tip to win it last year. Um, he's my tip to win it this year. Um, I know he's probably running on fumes, but he's so good. He's finished top 10, I think, every single time he's played in the three three Masters he's had. Uh, he was extremely close in the first one as well to uh, to get the job done. So I, I expect him to um, to have a very solid week. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if he fell off the face of the planet and was, you know, dived after two rounds. But I don't think he will. I think he's too good. I think he's too yeah. engaged. Um, too he, too solid a golfer, really, to not. Was it the... It was the par five, is it the eighth or the ninth? I'm trying to remember where he topped three wood on, on yeah, Saturday eighth. in November. And that, that prepared to it. I think he was just about keeping tabs with DJ. And I, I'm not necessarily thinking that he could have slugged it out with DJ because, yeah, Johnson was, was pretty untouchable um, in November and, and playing pretty elite golf. But, yeah, that, that one hole, I think, got in Ram's head and, and ruined his week for him. Whereas, yeah. Yeah, I mean, his if you just look at his stats, I mean, he went... So Masters, it's tied seventh, tied seventh, tied seventh, tied thirteenth, tied fifth, tied ninth, tied fifth. Yeah, I mean he's just, just a top ten machine, isn't he? He's, he's just going to be there. I'm afraid this week. He's a bit like DJ. Like, you know, his floor is so high these days. You, know, you could kind of uh, him and DJ are put above everybody else. Um, you know, Justin Thomas has the odd implosion in him here, here and there. Um, he's still a class act. Um, but he has more missed cuts and, uh, than uh, than the others, uh, so I I do fancy uh, I do fancy Rams have a good week. It's interesting, you mm. know, the yeah, you know the whole speed thing. I think also helps JT. I mean, talking about like DJ sort of coming under the radar, but I think it does help these guys. It, help, it helps DJ. It helps um, Ram, and it helps JT. Ironically, you know, the top three top three players in the world just sort of feel like they're not even being talked about at all by anybody because all we're talking about is. Bryson doing his speed training and you know Jordan's going to win everything he ever plays ever again uh, and what the hell's wrong with Rory and can his new coach help him yeah yeah that's true I mean I yeah we've not even got to uh, the top two from the players or the top two from the Arnold Palmer Invitational yeah. um, and, and players that are they quite informed but I mean we've yeah Justin Thomas um, on the players after pretty amazing weekend Bryson DeChambeau won the Art of Palmer Lee Westwood was, was second to both of them um, and it's, it's his best chance in years I think he's uh, if he wins he will break Jack Nicholas's record as the, the oldest winner of the, the Masters um, like Jack in 1986 um, he's got his son on the bag as his caddy for the week uh, uh, yeah I mean if Lee Westwood wins, I will be dumbstruck, and uh, yeah, not as rich as I would like to be. His odds are incredibly short because I think everybody else is is throwing a cheeky amount of money on him. Well, but, he's yeah. he's an easy each way bet because he's yeah. he's always he always plays well here, doesn't he? Sixteen of nineteen cuts made in his previous yeah. um, previous appearances. Yeah. So yeah, and he's he's going to be around for the weekend. I, I would, I mean, all I ask is a Rory McIlroy Lee Westwood final pairing on, on Sunday but yeah it would be fun to see Westwood contend what about um, here's something for you and I'll, I threw this out on Twitter early on who two old boys you know we got Westy but you also got Garcia um, who's playing both of them playing some extremely good golf uh, some of Garcia's um, 
play has been outstanding since uh, since he won. I think it was Sanderson Farms, wasn't he? Won Sanderson Farms just before in the fall. Um, he played very well in the match play too, um, hitting the crap out of the ball. Um, who do you fancy to finish higher out of those two this week? Uh, I'm going to always go Westwood, I think, in these situations. Um, but yeah, I, I think Garcia has been playing some pretty nice stuff and looking at like short-term form of the players over like the last 20, 25 rounds, Garcia is potentially the leading player in the field. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the 65 he shot in the first round of the players helps that because it was on a really difficult day and, and he was miles ahead of everybody else, but yeah, he has, and he's he's gaining strokes and playing well in the right places. He's not putted particularly well in those, um, but off the tee, tee to green, um, he's he's very good and and could could put it all together again, I guess, um, this week and and match up quite nicely for him. Yeah, I, I, I hope still he, my heart says Westwood. Yeah, I I hope um, I hope he has a good week. I, I think they're both they're both such fun guys to watch play golf. I mean, they're just such control over their golf balls is just ridiculous um i'd love i mean i think i think everybody would be happy if westy won that would kind of be sort of feel like justice for him to have one but i just for him to win he's gonna have to play unbelievable and, mm-hmm. and the rest of them are gonna have to just gonna not have to have a good day i know it sounds terrible to say but i just think there's so many golfers out there that are better um, oh, for yeah, for Westwood to win, he'll have to hit like seven and eight irons as well as DJ and Rory hit wedges. Yeah. But it's well, you know, maybe DJ is, is a good example in that, not so much Rory. But yeah, he Westwood will have to to hit the approach shots of his life yeah. um, with with bigger clubs than the others um, to do that. So yeah, yeah, it's a fun one. Um, I'm kind of. We're dancing around a little bit, and I've kind of glossed over Bryson. I feel like I've glossed over Bryson, but he's you know he's he's won not that long ago. He is arguably a, one of the foreign players on the on the planet. Um, hits the ball so so far, and is getting there just to just about with his kind of touch and his his shorter clubs. Do you th- I, I'm anticipating this will go better than November when he had some. Uh, physical problems no i think he said he was feeling a bit unwell and and struggling for energy and um, a variety of things and has um suggested that they did a lot of tests and searching to figure out what that was but yeah where where are we seeing bryson shaking out this weekend six liters of protein shakes will do that to you Mm -hmm. um daily days uh uh, bryson's not winning this week i don't think um I think the November one he had a better chance at because of the conditions of the golf course. Um, I think Fast and Firm doesn't probably play quite as well for him. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Frog, I'm afraid. And no green reading books. And that's the thing. Yeah, no green reading books. So, yeah, it's much more about precision as opposed to overpowering. Um, yeah, with, with that said, obviously, if he's going in with wedges and everybody else is going in with much longer clubs, that's going to be an issue. But I don't see that being the case. I think there's only a few holes where he gets he would have a real advantage a couple of holes um, and his advantage won't be that much more than, than DJ and, and Rory anyway it'd be only 20, 20 yards 20, 30 yards type thing so um, look he won the Arnold Palmer 
I, yeah, I just don't see it. I, I, I personally don't see it um, until he until, until he proves he can control his golf ball better. Um, I, I can't I can't see him winning this week. Um, I think he will be there. I think he'll threaten, um, but I just wonder whether uh, yeah whether he'll get the job done. I, yeah, I mean it's a bit weird because uh, I'm sort of saying this and I'm thinking actually no, he should he, he actually there's no reason why he can't win. I just don't think he will. I don't. I, I, per, no. I personally don't think he will. Um, I think there's probably too much stacked against him. He was terrible in the match play as well. Just terrible. I think. Yeah. I think the. I think his win at the U.S. Open um, at Wingfoot is how I imagine Bryson is going to win these. He's yeah. going to overpower the course and the field, hit it further, wedge it out with with the rough, and he just he gets that advantage here. I just. I don't know if the balls stop yeah. as quickly. Um, I think he he can he can hit it further and hit and take angles off the tee that others can. I'm just not sure that he's he's got the finesse, the, the fine touch. I think to um, wedge it as close as others might. Yeah, I I wonder whether he might be a bit Rory esque, as in yeah, a lot of Rory's wins came on softer conditions, didn't they? Particularly the the two PGAs in the U.S. Open uh, that he won. Um, they were very soft conditions, and I think that's where he will thrive in, in sort of softer conditions where he could really, it just accentuates his length then. Mm. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think a fast and firm Augusta just doesn't feel like it's his type of place. It's a sort of, it's a sort of place whereby I expect, like, I expect you to get some wily old boys, uh, you know, Westwood, if he's striking, okay, Westwood, um, Garcia, Adam Scott, Louis Tays and these guys, I think they'll all be thereabouts. Um, if it's playing as fast and firm as, as maybe some of the, uh, you know, it would be a good one for Tiger. Uh, you know, get 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 your ball in the right place. Paul Casey, these types of carries, so I expect them to do really well. I don't mm. I don't expect it to just be all the long boys. Um, yeah, I think it's got to be those who've got real control over the golf ball. Webb Simpson, he's not really shown much form recently, but again, it, it could be the sort of place that he plays quite well. Like Zalatoris as a debutant. Uh, Sung Jm, these types of characters, I think, kind of, uh, f- for me, it feels like if the conditions are what they say, it feels like it fits in more with their games than, than the others. Yeah, Sung Sung Jay is my pick um, to win it. Oh wow, if Rory's not going to do it. Sung Jay is my pick. Jesus. Yeah, so it's going to be a Sung Jay Sunday. I just, Sungjae yeah, Sunday. he he played pretty well in November. Um, he, I think he's just got the temper and he's got a really experienced caddy on the bag. Um, Who's he got and, caddying for? Because he did have a kitty who was on the Corfo yeah, tour, didn't he, for a little did. bit? He did. Oh, no, you, this is not the... Hang on. I mean, this is wonderful podcasting. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he dropped an experienced caddy. I said, it's, oh, I wonder who it is. Yeah, it's, it's Bobby Bryan, who um, okay. had worked with DJ and Siwoo Kim and quite a few others. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, he's got he's got somebody that knows his way around. Sung Jay is my yeah. Sung Jay is my pick. Just more out of I I he's one of my favourites. I don't feel like I can throw Hideki up there again and have him um not do it. Um I, I fear um that Hideki's time has passed, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean there was a brief point during the Texas Open, I think Hideki and Jordan were tied for the lead. Yeah. Um briefly on, on Friday and it was uh, my heart was a flutter. So you never know. But Hideki's so um, bad. No, Charlie Hoff. So bad at putting them. In yeah, there, he's he is. And yeah, it would have to be a pretty phenomenal week. I think he can, can certainly have a top ten, could certainly top five, but I don't know if he's 
his putter will hold out 72 holes. Um, it There's no Hoffman, so um, Spieth's win at the Texas Open does deny us a Charlie Hoffman first-round leader. So where do you... What are you anticipating? The weather's supposed to be good all week. Yeah. Um, I, I think it'll be... Kind of around four, four under. I think a few players might get there, but I think Ram's going to be one of them. I think he's just going to, he's going to roll out of bed and and off the plane or however he is he's getting to Augusta, shoot a sixty-eight, um, be a first-round leader, call his family. I think it's going to be that kind of a day for him. Yeah, oh, I like that. That's a good bit. I mean, somebody always gets a sixty-seven. I can always remember, you know, when I first started watching the Masters in sort of the early nineties. There was always a sixty-seven on the board in the first day, so I think I think that's that. And on a similar note, I am going with Spieth to kind of ride the wave of expectation. Um, tends to start off tournaments pretty hot, so I got Spieth, I reckon, as a, as a first-round leader at five under. I mm. think, um, you know, in the absence of Charlie Hoffman, yeah. who did try very hard, he did try very hard um, to together. Of the of the former winners, that's I'm going to just. So, do we think Phil's going to make the cut? Oh. Um, I, I'm going to say yes. Actually, I think this will. Okay. I think. I, I think if it was if it was the similar conditions to November, yes, keep hammering over about the conditions. I think the fact he's going to have to think more. He loves thinking about golf. You know, he, he and Bryce are sort of kindred spirits like that. He's going to have to put the ball in the right position. I actually think that will play more to. His enjoyment and get his engagement. I don't think he'll be able to sustain it for all four rounds. But yeah, I expect him to. I expect him to to make the cut this time round. How about you? You think he's going to do it? Uh, yeah, I think for for similar reasons, he's going to have to to concentrate a little bit more. I think Spieth might also sneak his way into a top five. I think he's going to be. He's certainly going to be in one of the last five groups out on Sunday. I reckon. I yeah. think he's just going to have. He's going to ride that momentum. I'm not sure he'll be in the shake up at the end, but. Yeah, he's going to do all right. Whereas you're not convinced. You're, I'm, I'm feeling your your first round leader fading away. Yeah, I, I think I think Spieth will be top twenty. Um, I reckon he'll contend over the first couple of rounds, but just probably run out of a bit of run out a bit of gas. Um, and uh, and which which of the old boys, uh, the old old boys, is going to have the have the worst scoring round of the week? Woozy. Um, yeah, Woozy. Yeah, apparently he's been smashing waffles. So um... yeah, he's been yeah he had he had surgery about fifteen months ago. Um, so was planning to miss twenty twenty as anyway, and then missed it because he couldn't get over. Um, I've gone. I think I'm going Larry Mize again, even though that backfired in November when he shot a, an opening round seventy. Shot course um, record. Although I'm, I am tempted by by Joe Long, the um, English and British nice. amateur champion, who apparently injured himself um, surfing. A few weeks ago, he tore um, he his glute off the bone or something. Something, something horrific. Sounding that it's, makes you kind of chatty, oh, you know, just yeah, wincing. It takes it, and yeah, wince is the the word I was scrambling to try and find. Yeah. It does make you wince. Is, it, is he going to be your low amateur of the three then? Cause well, I don't, three, aren't yeah, they? Because they, they don't have they don't have the uh, Asian am or the South American am this time around, do they? Yeah, going going down through the field like it, it's still at eighty eight, and and they did bump up. I think a few a few players increase it, but yeah, there's there's some amateurs missing. There's there's no Olympic gold medalist because that didn't happen. Um, there's a few there's a few kind of um, players or spots that could have been taken that, that we've not had them. 
Um, I'm just as we've been going through and we've got a few kind of questions to kind of pick up. Uh, we've not. I realised we've not really touched on Justin Thomas, who was top five here in, in November and and has improved his position every time he's played over the last few years. Yeah. Um, or quite a few of the other Americans like Shoffley, Kepka, Cantley. Do you, if we ignore like DJ Spieth and, and some of the others, who's your who's your standout USA pick? Um, do you think to to do all right or? I think Cant- to see? Cantley is probably the one that that personally I'm most interested in, and I think we'll do best. Um, I um. I'm still a little bit on the fence with JT, um, just about getting it done. I know that sounds a bit ridiculous, having won the players, and I think the players was a really big thing for him to to get over, get over the hump there with that. Um, uh, yeah, I think Cantley for me. Cantley seems to have the right temperament. Um, he he's a bit like um, John Rahm in the way that he's sort of taken to playing. At the Masters, he just seems very comfortable there. Um, I don't, I don't see Morikawa, um, Shoffley. Shoffley sort of lost the plot a little bit. Morikawa was sort of tied forty fourth in in November. Didn't really turn up there. Um, yeah, I feel like Shoffley sort of since since the beginning of this year, it's just sort of just been a bit off the boil in recent months. So. Yeah, I don't really see him contending. Finau seems to have fallen off a cliff. He missed a cut last weekend. Thanks, Tony. Cost me my wall and done. Um, <laughs> Patrick Reed. Oh, I mean, wouldn't that be wonderful? Patrick Reed. Uh, yeah, he could turn up. It's a sort of. I mean, yeah. There's no reason. I mean, it, it, it's just stacked, isn't it? I mean, you can make a really compelling case for everybody. Um, oh yeah. But yeah. I, if you ask me who would I like to win out of all them, I think it's it's Patrick Cantley. I don't know he plays slowly and he comes across as a bit dull, but actually I think he's really quite a thoughtful individual. Mm. Um, I liked it when he, he went on the... Uh, he was on, I actually watched his press conference the other day. He was saying some really interesting things on the press conference uh, yesterday. Um, I liked it when he went on the No Lane Up pod and, and, and what he talked about. And I think his story is quite interesting. Um, so, I mean, if you ask me who I would want, I would want Patrick Cantley to win. Who I think will out of all the Americans, other than ones, I think it's between JT and Patrick. Mm. Um, I think they're more likely to win than Dustin is on current form. Okay, that's fair enough. And then with kind of Europeans and internationals, like we've we've talked about Ram and Rory, but like it feels like it feels like a while ago that Terrell Hatton was, uh, you know bossing things and, and playing pretty elite golf. Paul Casey has had a really good start to the year yeah. and perhaps gone a little bit off the boil in, in the last few weeks. Corey Connors is such a good iron player um, that this feels like the kind of spot where he can he can go um, go pretty well um, across four runs. And, and even Joaquin Neiman again feels like a, a golf course that's that set up quite nicely for him. There are... Yeah, there are a lot of guys in this and have got a chance, I think. Yeah, I think if we're talking from kind of a British-European perspective, I don't think this is Tyrrell's week. Um, I don't think Augusta really shapes up that well for him anyway. I think we touched on Rory already. I think for me, kind of 
top European outside of Rahm, I think is going to be between Fitzpatrick and Casey. Um, I think Connors can play well. I know he's not European, but I think Connors can play well, but I don't, he won't stay the course. He, he, he might get a top 20, top 15 type finish, but his putting's not nowhere near good enough um, to get the job done. Uh, Tommy Fleet was kind of being out of form. And then you've got kind of got some interesting Americans, but they're sort of in different form. And uh, Scotty Scheffler played well at the uh, the WGC, was striking the ball unbelievably there. But again, I'm, he could do well here, but he, he also is relatively combustible. Um, Harris English is not playing great. Matthew Wolf is playing terribly, playing like you and I would. Um, and then you've got like Ryan Palmer. So it's, it's really interesting. I mean, Victor Perez, I'm quite intrigued to see how he does, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just listing off names and no, yeah, I'm, right I'm now, but making sure that we've got all our idiot um, mentions at some point because <laughs> yeah. I'm conscious we've kept the listeners going this long. The only, only other one I wanted to mention was Abraham Anser, who yeah. was a bit of a forgotten man in the final group, uh, in again in November when, when DJ romped, that he, yeah, just did not have the, the Sunday that he would have wanted. Um, so I, I, I think I'll... I quite like Neiman, I quite like Connors, but yeah, answer um, to to win his first PGA title um, and win the the Masters in in one weekend would be would be kind of fun. But yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of us there thereabouts. Um, things I'm I'm keen for is that the Sunday pin on sixteen um, is going to be the usual one. Yeah, uh, they moved it. They moved it because they were scared. Um, of the, the soft conditions and uh, yeah, we'll end on um, our choices for the best debutant because there's not many um, in fact I think there's only three the three pros and the three the, amateurs yeah. Yeah. so um, we've got the three amateurs but then Will Zalatoris Bob McIntyre and, and Carlos Ortiz yeah. um, who's your who's your pick to be the, the, the best of it's, those three it's like the top 20 machine Will Zalatoris yeah. I think for me I'm I'm gonna go Ortiz just to be different. I want I, I want to pick McIntyre, but he's just he doesn't seem to have settled in America as well as I, I thought he would, and that's even off the the back of winning his group um, at the the match play. Um, his stroke play golf just hasn't hasn't heartened me enough that I think Ortiz could challenge Zalatoris if if one of them's going to. Yeah, look, uh, you know, as we touched on two or three times, this is a ball strikers course. It's an approach to the green type of course. Will Zalatoris is fourth uh, on the tour this year, year to date, and he's played 53 rounds, um, which is more than pretty much anybody else in the top 20. So um, he's played more rounds than anybody else, and he's right up there, right at the top. Uh, So... in, the, in his and in his last fifty rounds, he's he's getting more strokes for the approach play than Ram or Casey or Spieth yeah. or Connors. Or, yeah. yeah, he's good. Um, Boy can play off. That's us. Uh, you've gone Ram. I've gone Sung Jay. Yeah. Um, here's to a lovely four days of golf um, this weekend, Ben. Yeah, I say I'll be watching instead of playing every every day this weekend. I've played every day last weekend, and I'll be watching every day this weekend instead. Yeah, should be good. All right. Cool. Thanks very much. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Bye-bye.